0: hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of the matrix resurrections my name is daniel i'm one of your hosts today and joining alongside me are my fellow agents anthony hello daniel
1: that's my worst that's <laughs> the worst agent voice
0: no it was i'll be honest i was not intimidated at all no no i'm sorry and shabazz
2: hello daniel was, oh, that, was that bad it was okay. It was okay. Uh, it is inevitable that you will <laughs> die, Daniel. Is that better? Interesting. That was, I don't was, know. Was that, that, was that a, you that was talking thought, though? That was a thought from my head. Yeah. That was just a thought that, that you were was saying out loud. <laughs>
1: this just you, man. That's <laughs> just you. That's just movie. you
0: that's just you talking to me i just want to make sure i think we are i think we are And the movie we are reviewing is the matrix resurrections but as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes and all the latest movies and series be sure to follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox and don't forget to leave us a review on apple podcasts and spotify join our discord and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Some quick announcements before we plug back into The Matrix. We have some incredible episodes out right now on The Movie Podcast, including interviews with the writer and director of The Mitchells Versus The Machines, Mike Rianda. David Alvarez, who stars in West Side Story, directed by Steven Spielberg. Liam McHugh, who stars in Eternals. And Robbie Amell from Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, we also got to speak to Will Speck and Josh Gordon, the uh, the creators of Hulu's uh, Hitmonkey, which is a Marvel show, which is also coming to Disney Plus in the new year in Canada. Uh, we also have some great reviews out right now now including our spoiler free review of spider-man no way home and if that's not enough for you we have our spoiler filled extravaganza out which you could also listen to later this week or tomorrow if you're listening to this on thursday the 23rd you could catch our uh, hawkeye season finale review and spoiler discussion so make sure you tune in for that and throughout uh, the coming weeks we'll have episodes dropping here and there on different movies that we're watching Over the break, we will be taking some time off from main episodes for a couple of weeks, but make sure you're following us on our socials to see exactly what's dropping and when we return. But today is all about The Matrix Resurrections. This film is directed by Lana Wachowski, and it stars Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Jada Pinkett-Smith, who all reprised their roles from the previous films in the series, and they're joined by Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, Jessica Henwick, Jonathan Groff, Neil Patrick Harris, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, and Christina Ricci. And I have a really quick synopsis for you. I know we we usually kick it over to uh, one of us for the synopsis, but because it's short and because I am not the most versed in the worlds of The Matrix, I'm going to read it out, and I'm just going to let you, uh, Anthony and Shay, do their thing. So, plagued by strange memories, Neo's life takes an unexpected turn when he finds himself back inside the Matrix. Now, this film has been a long time coming, and we're so excited that it's out in theaters now, and if you're in the United States, you could also stream it on HBO Max. Anthony, our resonance, Matrix expert, and number one fan, I'm going to kick it over to you for your first reactions to this film, where your mind was going into this movie, and where your brain is now after exiting the Matrix.
1: Thank you, Daniel. I need to watch this movie again. That's that's the first thing that came to mind when I finished watching this movie at the theaters. I need to rewatch watch this and understand what just happened because it's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things happening. Um, but my, f- my very, very first reaction is I actually enjoyed this movie more than I did with... Reloaded and revolutions. I thought this story was different and unique. Um, it really is, hits on the nostalgia of the Matrix, the first one. It really focuses on that world and how cool it was and how unique it was at that time. And just to understand how the Matrix right now, if if you know if we are living in it, what they. What the machines did to, to really take control of Mister Anderson and really get him on board to uh, under or I guess live in this version of the Matrix is actually super meta. Like it's super super meta because in this world, the Matrix, the movie, is actually a game that exists. The it, it's it's hard to say. It's hard to explain.
0: Like but- like the original trilogy of films that we know in this world's. Exist in, in this the, Matrix Resurrections world yes. as a trilogy of video games designed by uh Neo.
1: Neo.
2: Thomas Anderson, yeah.
0: Thomas and, Anderson. And
1: at points you're just like wondering, is this real? Is this not real? Because there are they they play on the psych, you know, the, the psychiatric part of, of Mr. Anderson. Thomas this is, his name is Thomas Anderson. This Thomas Anderson, yeah, yeah. Thomas Anderson Anderson. He borders the line as am I going crazy or am I just reliving parts of my past? And it really does a good job of tricking you into thinking that because at points I'm like, man, is this guy like just wacko or is the matrix (laughs) actually happen? And and you you find yourself asking that question quite a bit because you don't even know, even when Neo or... Thomas Anderson escapes and goes into the real world. You're like, how is, how did he, how is he alive? How is he not aged? How is, you know, how are, how is his eyes back? Like stuff like that. Um, But yeah, the one thing I could say about this film that was what I would hope to get was the style. The matrix is, is not what the, the, you know, the first one and the second, third had a certain look and certain style that this movie did not have. So, Yes, it is familiar and it has nostalgia parts to it, but the fight choreography and the coolness I just couldn't get out of this movie. It doesn't mean it's a bad film. It's just that if you're expecting this to be your that matrix from 20 years ago, this is completely different. Yes, they have the same characters, but that feeling is completely separated from that that trilogy. This is a new set of Films in the future, if they do decide to go with new movies, um, it just feels different. Yeah, but there are action sequences that are really cool. Um, I think visually, this is probably the best looking movie I saw this year. Just visually, like, like, the, the, crispness of, like the, crisp, the crispness of HD, of that 4K footage, of that, those visual effects. Look it's really super really good, and I wouldn't be surprised if it wins like some sort of award or a cat. Like, I'm just surprised that they were able to get these visual effects in yeah. such a short time. Especially the it's real on world. the short
0: list for the uh, the VFX this year for the Oscars. It's on the short list. Yeah, so no surprises there. The real
1: world um, probably looks the best out of all the movies ever. It just looks so good, and you really want to now live in that world compared to you know when the real oh, world okay. was such such a. Big- <laughs>
2: But you remember, when, okay. people, you remember <laughs>
1: Sir, when people? You remember you don't want to live in Io? About, um the real world. Zion?
2: Oh no, I totally get it. No, like yeah, and in, in Reloaded and in Revolutions or, uh, yeah, Revolutions, Revolutions. It looked janky as hell. Yeah, but uh, yeah. this was still depressing and dark, man. Like, yeah, I'm okay to not live there still.
1: But like, <laughs> you didn't want to spend time in that part of the movie. Now you do because it looks yes. visually looks better. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um,
2: but Especially the,
0: seeing like all the Sentinels the Sentinels and everything too, like they have a really cool like just something like, oh, these look really cool this time around. Yeah. Because it's so HD and the
1: CGs has gotten a lot better, right? Yeah. Um I I dug the love story and how that is the focal point of this whole movie is the love between Neo and Trinity. Yes. But there's so much story and it sometimes drags and drags, especially when they get to IO and they meet Niobe. and We have old Niobe who's played by Jada Pinkett. And she has the, this old person voice. It just, <laughs> yeah, it definitely. Like it's just literally something out of like a, a SNL skit. It just didn't feel natural. And it just, um, that part or that sequence just slowed everything down. Too much because there was a lot of back and forth. We got to go back here, and then we got to go here. We got to we got to go meet Trinity. Oh, she's not ready yet. We got to go back to the real world because you you know, they're being chased, and it's a lot of back and forth. Which I think they should have tightened up. Just make it just one after the next, after the next, after the next, after the next, after the next. like the first Matrix. Right. And I, and I think that's
0: where I'm at with this movie, too. Because I don't... Going into this movie, I really wasn't expecting anything. Um, and it's, this movie really was a mixed bag for me. Because it definitely, uh, like you said, Anthony, it's tying so many things together from the original trilogy. Especially, it cuts a lot back like to original footage as well, too. Which I felt a little jarring at the beginning, but as it was started to use later on in the movie, I I liked it. Uh, but it was a lot of cutting back to original footage and you know, splicing between one of the like Jonathan uh, Groff's character, and then cutting back to Hugo Weaving's character. Like a lot of that was happening in this movie. Uh, and like you said too, Anthony, it, it's kind of lacking the style that the original trilogy had. And this looks more in line with what we saw in like Jupiter Ascending and Cloud mm-hmm. Atlas. And it's the same mm-hmm. cinematographer and visuals, I feel like, that those movies had that we're now seeing with Resurrections. Um, so I I, I think, I, like, I enjoyed my time uh, in the moments within the Matrix in this movie, but as soon as we got to IO, I think that's really where this movie just kind of just fell off for me. Uh, but please, shade, jump in here. Give us your thoughts. Where are you with this movie?
2: You see... Um Anything. One of the things that you mentioned was you, you liked this movie more than Reloaded and, and Revolutions, and um, I can definitely agree with you on the fact that I like it more than Revolutions. But I did, and, and this is going to get some weird criticism, but I did enjoy Reloaded more. And the reason why is for all the reasons why I think that you had an issue with Resurrections, where it didn't have a look, it didn't have those moments that you know you wanted. Reloaded is is, is convoluted, it's complicated, and it's still not a great movie. But there's that highway fight scene that we remember so well. There's the burly brawl. There's even the opening sequence with the agents that's short-lived. But those moments really stood out to me. What I did appreciate about uh, Resurrections is the fight sequences feel real. They feel like they did back in the first movie where it's it's Keanu Reeves fighting and there's not too much CGI taking place that Reloaded and Revolutions really started to kind of drag and carry. I I didn't know what to expect for this movie. I wanted it to be good, but I also didn't have high hopes, considering you know the, the Wachowskis. You know, catalog now hasn't been the strongest. There are people that are diehard fans, and I appreciate that. Uh, but I, it, the, their last few films haven't connected with me. On top of that, Reloaded and Revolutions were so were not mixed so much as they were not well liked um but going into this one i was very surprised with the first half of this movie that i really enjoyed it i actually really liked all those cuts back to the original film it was so meta it it had that feeling of self-awareness that i thought might drive it home too far uh but i actually liked it i was like oh okay I, i really dig this i even liked when they got to io and they were showing the world and you're right anthony it looked much nicer to live in than zion did But I just kept waiting to figure out what this movie was about. What was the message they were trying to tell. You know you were rehashing a lot of what the first film is. But now kind of pivoting it towards a new direction. uh, And making the focal point of this movie Trinity. Um, But that's kind of where the film... Just fully didn't connect with me. It I there were so many moments I enjoyed, but it felt so long to get to that point that it happens at the very end. And there's a lot of questions I had. Like I s- still didn't understand the whole Morpheus concept. Um, I didn't understand Yahya Abdul Mateen's f- fact that he's only in the movie for like ten minutes, and like six of those minutes are him as a, like a T two Terminator or T one thousand. The rest of as it a, is as
0: a projection, yeah. yeah, and the
2: rest of it is him as himself. So a lot of questions. I did love Jonathan Groff. I think we also haven't touched on Jessica Henwick a lot yet, but
0: she steals the show for me in this movie.
2: Absolutely. Phenomenal as bugs. She was very likable. And I wish, you know, I know the movie is always going to be about Neo, but if she's going to carry the franchise as well, I really wish that they would have focused a bit more on her because she was an absolute joy to watch. And I think if you kind of make her the Morpheus type character or kind of carry her forward as something that can unite, and bring forward something new. I, I'm excited to see, but a lot of the problems that you and Anthony, I, I'm, I'm right there with. Yeah, there's there's just the, the movie. It has an identity, but it, it's kind of getting lost in itself a bit sometimes. The it is a beautiful looking movie, but again, the Matrix is always known for its green hues or something. And I get maybe you don't want to bring that back. That's totally understandable. But you know, there isn't even like something that equates to bullet time or even the action sequences that mm-hmm. make you go, oh, this is an iconic moment from Resurrections. Each film almost has that moment that you remember. I don't know from this movie what that moment is because even in Resurrections, the fight with Agent Smith, as chaotic as it is, I, I remember it.
0: It's an iconic moment. It's an
2: iconic moment in its franchise. Right. This movie, I don't know what that is. And I think, oh, yeah, one more repeat viewing might do, it, might do it, but I shouldn't have to also do that to get that moment from this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. sure and i think i think the action sequences for myself um nothing was super memorable for me i think a lot of the money shots we did see in the trailer um shea you mentioned the meta-ness of this movie a lot of that especially when they are there's the you know when they start listening to um uh white rabbit the song right is it white rabbit
2: right the alice one yeah
0: yeah they when they start listening to that song and they have that whole like sequence of them brainstorming and it's like. How they they go super meta? I mean, this is the second movie this year that Warner Brothers is the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's just so strange because it's like, hold on a second, it's like Space Jam a New Legacy, and now The Matrix Resurrections has casts. Uh, first, they're, they're they're weirdly similar movies because they rely so so much on pulling self-awareness. from self awareness and from pulling from things like, hey, you recognize this, you like this, we're just going to do this again. Uh, but i just thought it was so funny that like warner brothers was cast as the bad guys again if they decide to do a spinoff series an hbo max series i think jessica henwick's character as bugs would be the the perfect candidate of someone who can um i think carry a series and do like have a, have a fun few episodes or uh wherever they want to go with this um like uh i i'm sorry i'm blank i don't know if it was you shay or if it was anthony if they you, you were talking about how this movie is focused on um neo and trinity like their love story i think it was anthony right yeah yeah Yeah, so i and i really like i really like that aspect of this movie too i think it just took so long for it to finally get there um because this movie definitely drags at two and a half hours by the time you get to you know where you want to get to like you're like oh okay this this has taken a long time it felt like we were spending so much time on other things that really didn't pay off like morpheus's character like priyanka chopra's character who was in this movie In one scene, for like just a few minutes as well, too, who she's now reprising the role as Sati Sati from the Matrix, uh, from the third Matrix film,
2: right?
1: Resurrections, yeah, from
0: Resurrections,
1: Resurrections. Revolutions. Sorry, Revolutions. Revolutions. My goodness, Uh,
2: dad is going to get on your ass about that. eh?
1: (laughs) We also we were also introduced to Christina Ricci, but she literally had like a two minute se- scene and yeah. it's just like, I had a bigger role it. in
2: this movie than Christina Ricci did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I did like, uh, I really, really liked, um, Jonathan Groff. Yeah. As yes. Smith. He's great. Especially that sequence when they're in the office building and it's almost like <laughs> oblivious. It's, it's little, well, no, the actual action oblivious. sequence where he, yeah. he comes oh, in and is like, oh my gosh, what's happening in this, in this, in this built, in, in this, uh oh when morpheus first comes to get uh, neo right? yeah and he picks yeah. up the gun and it's almost like he transforms into smith i'm like first of all how is smith still alive second his transformation into smith and when he yells out mr anderson mr. yeah and he just starts shooting he's <laughs> playing <It's fucking> neat <laughs> so you here you have neat like thomas anderson neo trying to figure out is this all in my head or is this real and that's, that's the, that's a crazy thing about the matrix is like, you just don't know what's real or not in this film is, right. are they even, are they in another matrix? Is the real world just another matrix on top of another matrix on top of, right are we living in a matrix right now? Like, it's just, it's, I, it boggles the mind, especially the idea of like, not being in this, like, is this real or am I just crazy? Right, you're
2: crazy, um, but i <laughs> i i also wasn't too big of a fan of, and I, I normally like this actor, uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character. You know, as I, I'm assuming he was an architect or he was the analyst, the analyst, the analyst, you yeah. know, the analyst. Yeah. Um, something about his performance didn't mesh with the overall style that this movie was going for, and I and I think it, it's it,
0: because. It was so, he was too few and far between with him, right? He's in the beginning of the movie and he's at the end of the movie.
2: Yeah, he, he just kind of shows up. And when he does, it's just his his performance doesn't match what we're seeing on screen, what's happening. I also was, I really, really disliked his animation of him moving at a slower oh, rate. Right?
1: within the bullet time.
2: Within the bullet time because yeah. I, it was, I, I get that it was Did a design not like that. choice or as, but. It was really jarring, and it it, it wasn't. It looked
0: one. bad to me. It looked. Bad. It looked. It looked. It looked bad. To yeah. me. it looked really yeah. really bad.
1: Any sequences where you know the slow motion was happening, great. It looked good. But any yeah. sequences where people were, they had like the dizzy, the ghosting effect of slow yes. motion, and I did yeah. not like that. I'm like, man, we don't we don't have to go that route. What? We can do slow motion in crisp, clean, real time. Um, it just felt aged like it's something that would have been an effect that would have been used back in the 90s when nowadays right. it just you you can't use that effect anymore
2: i i think what would have worked instead is if the i mean i think with a, i did a really good job of showing you know this 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 kind of speed in a way it was uh ant-man uh and the wasp where you have the character of the ghost in that movie oh yeah uh, ghost yeah really who you know is, is is continuously moving backwards and forwards i think that, that phasing effect a, right phasing effect was done so well there i would have been okay if neil patrick neil patrick harris's character was doing something like that but his extremely slow frame rate was jarring if anything it just it really felt like oh is this a mistake is this movie supposed to be like this mm-hmm. especially because the like
0: quality like, looked different too right look
2: it looked like, like a vhs
0: right where everything else was like super HD and he had that ghosting effect of somebody who's going a different frame rate and it slowed down and it just looked it looked very jarring and out of place in this film and they
1: should have utilized like bullet time why we you know we we, we've only seen it in the matrix utilized properly why couldn't we reuse it again in this day and age like that's the one thing I took away from this film it's like they didn't they didn't transcend that action sequence and that's where reloaded and even revolutions have that those sequences where it's just like yeah that's the matrix like that shit the the chateau sequence in the reloaded like the one shot choreography was not here and i don't know if it's an age thing with keanu reeves just he can't do it like he used to do it and that's okay but we have jessica henwick we have Groff, like they're they're there are yeah, yeah. characters yaya. in here that are and yaya even his sequences where he's spinning and he's running i just it felt too crisp it needed to be more cinematic like it had to have right. that tone that that look and it just was missing from this movie
0: what's what's interesting too is that um just visually in this movie um I'm 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 I was blanking on what I was about to say. I had something profound, I promise you. Uh, but it just it just fell out of my mind. Um, yeah, I think this movie, sorry, this this is not what I was going to say, but this is another thought I had. Uh I saw a tweet, I believe it was from someone from IndieWire who said that this movie really isn't a Matrix movie, it's a movie about the Matrix. Um and I think I I like after watching this movie, I get it, especially when you know when when che, you mentioned the ness of this Especially when they're talking about like, oh, we need we need bullet time, bullet time. And they kept showing like those scenes from the first movie and like from from uh Reloaded and from Revolutions. And it's like I, I think that this movie almost became too self aware at some moments where it just didn't feel like it was telling a story anymore. Mm-hmm. I felt like it just relied Not too much up. on referencing previous movies by just talking about them and that and that's kind of i'm that's why i'm at a weird place with this movie um but did we have any shay anthony did you have any final thoughts before we got to our final recommendations for the matrix resurrections
1: um for me no i I think like i i I want the audience to watch it either if they watch it in theaters or watch it at home um i i think it's something to watch you know, if I can give my, if I can start the review now, I would say definitely do it, please. Definitely uh, watch it and make your decision if you if you like it or not. I I think this is going to be the first of many. I don't think this is if I was if I'm looking at the reviews, this is probably second highest or third highest of the Matrix. The four that have passed, the three have passed beforehand. This is at what sixty nine percent. Um, but yeah, watch it. Think about it. Rewatch it again. I think there will be more movies in the long run. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say this was what I expected, but I had fun with it. And I really, really like certain action sequences, especially at the end um, when they get into uh, that, uh, that debate with the analyst. Awesome. Shay, how about yourself? Where are you at with The Matrix
0: Resurrections?
2: I like The Matrix Resurrections, but I'm also aware that this is not going to be the movie for everybody. In a time where you have movies like Spider-Man coming out, where you have the Omicron virus right now really uh, kicking your ass at the moment, I guess you could say, this movie has the benefit of also being on HBO Max. I think if you're at home and you love The Matrix, give it a watch at home. Or if you really want to see these visuals on the big screen, IMAX is definitely the way to go. If you're someone who doesn't dive into the matrix world who hasn't cared about the matrix franchise since 1999 this might not be the movie that you are expecting to it'll probably be still a better time so maybe add it to your queue but for matrix fans go watch it for everybody else add it to your queue
0: awesome for myself um i'm going to say like shay said if you are a fan of the matrix i think you're going to have a lot of fun with the nostalgia of this movie, with the references in this movie. And like Anthony said earlier, I think the more you watch this movie, the more you're going to pull from it. Uh, and I say that specifically for fans of The Matrix. If you are somebody who has, isn't really a Matrix fan or has never really cared about The Matrix, I don't think this movie stands on its own as a great action or a great sci-fi movie so i'm going to say skip it if you're not a fan of the matrix but if you do like the matrix films then i think there is something here for you uh add it to your queue or if you feel inclined definitely go check it out at a movie theater uh, thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of the matrix resurrections. Don't forget. You could catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday starting sometime in January and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series tomorrow on December 23rd will be our last review before the Christmas break. So definitely check out our Hawkeye episode six review and spoiler discussion. Uh, don't forget to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd and check out our show notes for all of those links and more thank you so much for listening to this uh review from us here at the movie podcast merry christmas to you and your families we hope you all stay safe that was this time with the Movie podcast and we'll see you next